Hello everybody and uh, welcome to our Swiss Ace podcast channel. Today for our second episode based on the candidate life cycle topic. My name is Giro Knüfer and I'm delighted to be accompanied today by Kara Cadmoisescu for today's episode. Kara, do you want to introduce yourself briefly? Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be here. Um, so my name is Kara. I'm a recruitment partner within Hays Switzerland supporting our international financial institution client. Um, I'm originally from Scotland, so from the Monroes of Scotland to the mountains of Switzerland. With eight years of recruitment experience, I've covered the entire um, candidate life cycle and recruited in every continent in the world, predominantly with um, financial services and manufacturing clients. Thank you very much, Kara. It's a pleasure having you with us today. Kara, could you give us a brief overview of what we understand by candidate life cycle? Absolutely. So this is the end-to-end -end recruitment process from identifying a recruitment need to onboarding a new team member. This covers five key criteria, identifying and defining a recruitment need, to sourcing and advertising, to screening and selecting, to then hiring and to onboarding. Typically, the cycle is managed by one person, namely a recruitment partner, with the support of key stakeholders at various steps. Interesting. Sounds uh, much clearer, actually, no. By the way, why is it important for a company to invest into this candidate life cycle process? So the talent you hire defines the future of your organization. By un understanding the importance of the candidate life cycle and how the process can be optimized at each step, you improve your chances of hiring the best talent that's contributing to the success of your teams. The current candidate talent market is highly competitive and constantly evolving. So our recruitment processes should also evolve and adapt to stay relevant. Each time you initiate the candidate life cycle, think of it as a great opportunity to market your brand, showcase your EVP, refresh your processes, and review your business needs and how they can be solved with um, fresh new talent. By optimizing the candidate life cycle, you have the opportunity to streamline your recruitment processes, reduce your time to hire, and make data-driven decisions. This will result in a higher quality of hire, help to mitigate bias, and allow you to hire smarter and with intention. That sounds interesting. So basically, how do you start the process? How do you begin? So preparation is key. Often sourcing and advertising is thought to be the first step. However, this is not the case. A successful um, cycle starts by understanding your hiring need. And to do this, I recommend building a candidate persona. Ask yourself, who are you trying to hire? What are the gaps in the team? What soft skills or technical knowledge do you need to contribute to your future success? I recommend revisiting your candidate persona each time you hire to keep up with your evolving needs, market trends, and the talent market. At this step, we should be turning a, a long, sometimes unrealistic, wish list of requirements to a tangible candidate persona. Often approaching a recruitment process this way can be a new concept for our hiring managers, especially new line managers. So we at Hayes have created templates to help guide the conversations between the recruitment partners and the business and streamline this process. This ensures we get a true understanding of the business need and can attract the best talent into the process. Okay, great. So basically, from a business need towards attracting candidates, how do you attract candidates into this process? So this brings us to step two in the cycle, advertising and sourcing. Typically, every recruitment process will require some form of advertising. It is important to use this not only to encourage applicants for one specific role, but to also use this as an opportunity to showcase your employer brand. A well-crafted advert should represent your company values and tell, tell an external audience what makes you a great employer and why they should join your team. 
By building a candidate persona, you should know who you'd like to attract into your organization so you can make sure your advert speaks to this audience. For example, one of our clients would like to diversify their talent pool and they offer flexible and hybrid working policies. This is great for attracting diverse candidates into the talent pool. So we are working sure this is well presented on the job adverts. That actually sounds really interesting. Do you think that uh, advertising though is enough to find the right person? Good question. Often it's not. It's not enough, especially um, not when considering niche senior or technology profiles. In many scenarios, the hire that you want is not actively looking for a new role and may not even have seen your advert. To solve this problem, we at Hayes partner with our clients to conduct strategic sourcing campaigns. To do this, we utilize our global knowledge and experience in market trends and sourcing strategies, as well as the latest tools and technologies to source and engage with the best possible candidates. Some examples of this are LinkedIn, social media or internet sourcing, reaching out to networks, job portals or CV databases. Once sourced, the recruiter needs to use the unique selling points of your organization to engage with the candidates and turn them into active applicants, therefore enriching the talent pool. That actually makes a lot of sense. What would be the next step? The results of the advertising and active sourcing campaigns or events should now have brought you an interesting pool of talented candidates. So now we need to narrow down the list. By using the defined criteria set from the start, this part of the process should become more efficient as we narrow down the candidate pool to the top CVs. However, a CV can only tell us so much and isn't enough to predict who's best suited for the role. That is actually a good point. How do we find out whether the candidate is suited for the role? There are many ways to screen and select candidates for a position. And what is important is understanding what works best for the situation. For example, can technology be used? This works well when interviewing remotely or to potentially automate a step in the process with a pre-recorded video interview, which can also save the time of the team by removing an interview step. If soft skills are key, then conduct a behavioral or competency style interview. Is it tech skills? We'll then put the skills to a test with a job-specific task. A key takeaway should be that you want to create a recruitment process that is both thorough enough to give you the confidence in your hiring decision, um, but also efficient enough to prevent candidate dropouts and to give a good impression of your employer brand. Know your audience and make sure your screening and selected methods are relevant. To keep the process fair and inclusive, standardize the interview and keep the steps the same for all candidates interviewing for the same role. Creating an interview question bank that you update with each process would be a great way to optimize future processes. That sounds interesting. When you have entered all candidates into the lifecycle process, how do you eventually close the process? Ideally with a hire. Never an easy decision, but the right screening and selection process, um, you can narrow a great pool of candidates down to one. And indeed, it's always good practice to have a backup. I recommend having a well-balanced group of assessors to help make an informed decision. For example, can a manager from another part of the organization add a fresh perspective? To promote a transparent, open and competitive process, we have worked with our clients on different scoring solutions where we score candidates against the predefined criteria. This makes the hiring decision a lot smoother and helps us make smarter, data-driven hiring decisions. Once the decision is made and your new team member accepts, don't forget that onboarding is an equally important segment to complete the cycle. While it may be time-consuming, this is essential for the smooth transition from candidate to an employee who feels welcome and can hit the ground running. With templates, pre-recorded welcome videos, and defined steps, you can make new joiners feel welcome, whilst also be mindful of your time investment. That is true. It actually should always close uh, with a hire. Nevertheless, 
how can you prevent dropout? Because I could imagine that candidates not always take a position directly. Absolutely. So um, it's good practice to track data on when candidates are dropping out of the cycle. So then you can adapt accordingly. For example, if you're losing them between application and interview, then you should assess your CV review time. Is it an interview stage? Then perhaps your process should be more agile and less complex. If at offer stage, then look at the entire cycle. Have you done all you can to create a great candidate experience? By following the previously mentioned steps, you should find yourself in a position at the end of the cycle where you have a short list of suitable candidates who are engaged with your employer brand to choose from. Speed, transparency and accountability are key for great candidate experience. Remember to keep your candidates up to date. We can do this by pre-defining our recruitment processes, using technology to optimize for relevant and having a key point of contact for the candidates throughout the cycle. This also helps us reduce the time to hire for each vacancy. Thank you very much, Kara, for the insights on the candidate life cycle. May I ask you one last question? You talked about candidate experience as well. Why is candidate experience such an important part of a candidate life cycle? Great question. Thank you for asking. So whether a candidate is selected or not, by creating a positive candidate experience, you can create ambassadors for your brand, which can result in repeat applicants and referrals. A recruitment process should tell a candidate what it's like to work for you. And ideally, each candidate should walk away with a positive impression, no matter at what stage to leave the cycle. Frequent reposts and returns to markets, if offers are rejected, can be damaging to an employer brand. Increase the time to fill and decrease the quality of hire. So it's important to get it right first time. Candidate experience helps us achieve this goal. In short, a great candidate experience leads to great hires and great brand image. Yes, Kara, thank you very much for these wonderful insights. In conclusion, this is what you want to remember. Number one, preparation, planning, and actually strategy are the key to success. Number two, consider each step in the candidate life cycle as a great chance to showcase your employer brand. Number three, don't forget diversity and inclusion and candidate experience as these should be always kept in mind at every stage. And number four, Optimize your processes and consider leveraging technology to streamline your candidate lifecycle and actually to increase efficiency. If you're interested in the candidate lifecycle topic, do not hesitate to register for our next webinar. You will be informed in time for the opening of the registration. By the way, you can find all our podcast recordings on our website. In the meantime, do not hesitate to subscribe to our channel or to follow us on our LinkedIn account to get the latest news. If you have any questions or recommendations, regarding the candidate life cycle. Feel free to reach out to us via the link in the podcast description. I wish you a wonderful day.